Hey, Felicia, do you ever have problems creating content, you know, when you're doing your social media and things like that? Yeah, I kind of get stuck because, you know, it's not really in my genius zone. Why do you ask? <laughs> well, I ask because I found this great new tool that I think you'll love. It's called Adobe Express. You've probably heard about Adobe before, right? Yeah, I, I use it for my photography, of course. Yeah, there you go. So the same people have got a great tool. It's called Adobe Express, and it's really useful for creating bits of images or graphics or videos, you know, the average day-to-day -day content that we might use on social media. Oh, really? How, how easy is it to use? Well, I'm not casting any aspersions on your skills here, but as you said, it was not in your zone of genius. Let me perhaps explain a little bit. So the basic premise is you have a canvas that is a certain size. Maybe it's your Facebook profile cover photo, or maybe it's an Instagram post, something like that. And then you can add bits to it. So you can upload a photo and you can do some cool things like you can remove the background and then superimpose it on something else. You can use some of the brilliant assets from the Adobe stock collection, which is fantastic. Or if you're really clever, you can bring in assets from your creative cloud, maybe your Adobe Illustrator files or something like that to make it really stand out. But it's really cool and it's really simple to use. Oh, that's exciting. So how do I get started? Easy. Well, let's say easy. All you've got to really do is go to express.adobe.com and you'll be able to go and have a look. And if you've got Creative Cloud, and you might have this, Felicia, I don't know. If you've got Creative Cloud already, you will already have access to Adobe Express. So why don't you go and check that out and see if you've got access? Oh, I'll definitely do that. Thank you for letting me know about this. It's an absolute pleasure. In the show notes, you'll find a link so you can go direct to Adobe Express and check it out for yourself. Hello and welcome to Humans Exhaust Me, a show caused by our current world and everything in its own little thing. My name is Bruce Paul, I'm here in the UK and I'm joined uh, over stateside by my wonderful friend Felice Jones. Hey, you keeping warm over there? No, <laughs> no, very much, very much not keeping warm. I don't know anyone who's actually warm apart from uh, people in church because the churches are turning the heating on. I think I mentioned this a few shows ago. They're turning the heating on to make sure you go to church. Do you think the churches, you think this is like a conspiracy theory to get people to come back to church? That I mean, that, seem, that seems to be the... The nub of it. I mean, other things are open as well, like libraries and uh, council offices and things like that. But can't, I mean, who wants to go to a council office to get warm? Go to a library, read a book. Yeah. That seems sensible. Go to church, uh, get some divine intervention. But people here are cold. It's been uh, around freezing or below for well over a week. We are paying for the scorching heat that we had in the summer. The, the the yin to the yang uh, is happening right right now. A blast of, of Arctic air and um, a bit of snow. Uh, but everyone is really cold, fed up. And of course, no one can put the heating on. Okay. So, okay. Before you were telling, before we came on air, you were definitely telling me that it is probably costing about 140 pounds, 150 pounds a month to run your heat for three hours a day. 
right? Yes. That's not good. <laughs> well, it's 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 not good. I mean, I'll, I'll start off by saying that I am uh, in a, a position that is better than most. I have a modern home. It's really well insulated. Last year, no, not even last year, the beginning of this year, I had my cavity wall insulation topped up mm, good. Um, as part of a government scheme that was going around, you know, doing like the whole climate change thing. We need to insulate, strange really, insulate Britain. <laughs> they were actually doing it. And yet there's the Insulate Britain activist group um, trying to get the government to insulate more homes. They, I mean, actually, I'm not a defender of the government here, but they were actually doing it because I benefited from it. So, um, so you know, I've got good windows, um, I've got good insulation in the loft. Uh, it's 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 generally warm. So the house doesn't need a huge amount of heating because mm-hmm. it retains a lot of heat, as I discovered in the summer. Okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I do feel I do feel quite fortunate. Um, but even so, it is still costing a fair bit of money, and I probably pay less than a lot of people because I go into the office and. Uh, you know, so I don't have to heat it in the day if I'm in the office or if I'm out visiting clients or speaking, whatever, then obviously I don't, I don't heat it then. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's mainly, it's mainly at the weekend. So I imagine it would cost a lot more if I was at home a lot more. Okay. Now, typically when weather gets like really cold um, here in certain areas, we, we end up with a lot of house fires. Is that a problem that you guys are having? Uh, not that I know of. Um, why would there be house fires if you um if it's cold uh people use like old space heaters or space heaters that fall over and catch on fire inside of a home uh, a lot of people use their ovens for heat like opening up the oven door so ca- kind of things like that um and then of course you know when you're using you use more electricity especially of an old home more electric blankets that may be faulty so that kind of stuff so i didn't know if that was like a thing that yeah. you're worried about over there. Uh, I'm I'm not worried about it because <laughs> I don't have any of those things, I guess. But it's interesting that you say that because there's um, there's a, a TikTok trend going around about using um, tea light candles and terracotta pots to heat your home yeah. as a more efficient way. So, have you seen this where? They do an uh, like a double layered terracotta pot upside down. You heat the terracotta pot. The terracotta retains the heat and heats your room now actually there's been quite a few other tiktoks that do like the calculations of how much energy a tea light gives off and how how much wattage that is and what that costs per tea light and all this kind of stuff and they've basically proved that it's you might as well just put your heating on um, but yeah. <laughs> there have been instances where the the these candles these candle heaters have like exploded or crack the terracotta, fallen over and set the house on fire. So um, it's interesting that you say that because clearly that has happened, but I hadn't put the two together until that point. Yeah, I've only seen that with um, people who camp in the snow. They try all those different things to get heat inside of a tent. Um, I I personally think it's, the mo- it's not very efficient. And then you have to have a lot of tea light candles to make that work. So you might as well just go ahead and just turn your heat on for a little bit. But yeah, it, it's unfortunate yeah. that you have to go through all of this because um, people do get a little uh, desperate and, you know, if they got kids in the house, uh, they will try all kinds of things to to keep the home heated. 
And unfortunately, you do get into some some things that are a little bit reckless, but, you know, they've kind of been forced into that situation. So hopefully you won't have any of that. But, you know, just be careful out there, y'all. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Brits, be careful. I do also think, though, that there's a little bit of sort of mass hysteria going on. I'm not I'm not saying that to kind of diminish the -hmm. situation that's going on. But I know people who are really quite wealthy, mm-hmm. complaining about the heating and how they haven't put the <laughs> heating on yet. And I'm like, you have the money, put the heating on. Or I mean, put the heating on and invite your neighbors or go and pay for someone else's heating. You've got the money. I don't understand why you would suffer if well, you didn't have you... to. That, that sort of psychology, I don't understand. That's how you stay wealthy. You don't spend it. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. You stay cheap. Yes, I, su- I suppose you're right. Yeah. Or they maybe yeah. really can't afford oh, it. Oh, oh, oh. We'll, we'll see. <laughs> yeah. So um, we'll see. I mean, the, the country is like generally falling over anyway. We, we aside from the cold, we've we've got it's kind of like a general strike, but it's not really a general strike yet. Okay. Um, I, I was I was shocked to discover that driving instructors, sorry, no, driving testers uh-huh. are on strike. Okay. Um. So that's that's interesting. You can't you can't take a driving test. So they're they're on strike, and then uh, <laughs> the border force are going on strike. So, uh, f- f- I don't know why they're going on strike. But they're, oh, well, it's all over pay, of course. But we've got nurses going on strike um, on Thursday. That's not that's not great. Nope, um, <laughs> not good. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, the railways are on strike today and tomorrow and Saturday and Sunday, uh, <laughs> and then over Christmas. I mean, it's like every day there's something. It makes sense. I mean, when you get, when you push people with the bounds of their paychecks and the heating is up, other costs, I mean, we've had inflation, um, heating costs are up. It it starts to remind people like, yo, I am not getting paid enough. And um, yeah, uh, seems like a good time to go on strike or at least a lot of people are sitting at home being reminded that they don't get paid very well because they can't afford to turn the heat on. So um, yeah, mm-hmm. so you mm-hmm. guys are you guys are, you know, having some problems. Um, I will say this for those of yeah. you who are really cold, um, just some tips of somebody who's cold camp. Um, if you do electric blankets, just make sure the wires are not faulty uh, if you're going to use one. But um, heavy duty blankets, outdoor blankets are amazing. Um, they come with multiple layers. Um, sleep with your socks on. Uh, the, the thermos, uh, the thermos that keeps heat, you know, put hot water in those and put them at the bottom of your bed to keep your feet warm. I like warm, cozy socks mm. and, um, base layers. So for all of my campers and hikers out there, they know what those are. Base layers are amazing. So if you don't do anything <laughs> else, just put on some base layers just to keep yourself warm. So, um, just hit up your, your local camping store and find some ways to, to keep warm and they have the little kind of they call them glow sticks but i call them glow sticks but they're like heat sticks you could put them inside of your gloves and you could put them inside of your shoes just to keep your feet warm um things like that so um and then also um you know microwaving the little heating pads that have the peas in them and you could put those on your shoulders so you can oh, yeah, just get yeah. creative with with um with staying warm but i hands down recommend um, if you, if you need to get a set of base layers and I mean, old school, they're called long johns, but, uh, they absolutely do work. <laughs> yeah. They do work. I actually do wear 
long johns in the winter. I wear them most winters because I'm not, you know, I'm not blessed in the um, <laughs> internal layers department. So <laughs> uh, I, I do, I do use. I think. Uh, are you throwing layers. some like that base layers? Are you throwing shade at people that have a few more layers on them, Paul? Not at all. I think actually they're benefiting right now. Well, I am. I am not. <laughs> but yeah, you can call them base layers if you want to be modern. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, oh, what did the What did the kids call it? Some is it skin? I don't know. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Base base layers. Good. Good. Good tips there. Yeah. So stay warm and. Yeah, good luck. Drink, drink a lot of tea. You guys already do that, so that helps. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it does. So that's that's the state of the UK. Uh, anything going on over there that we should know about? Um, I'm pretty sure we're falling apart. I, you know, I've actually been working, so I haven't been paying attention. <laughs> um, I, I do know that um, Elon Musk was invited on stage by Dave Chappelle, and he got booed and didn't have any words to say when when people kept booing him. So I don't know. A lot of people oh. are saying he's living in his own little world where everybody loves him, but yeah, he went on stage, 17,000 people booed every time he tried to say a word and he just stood there with his hands in his pocket. Interesting. Yep. So, so what was he, what was he on stage for? What was the point of him being on stage? I have no idea. One is the Dave Chappelle thing. So who knows? Dave Chappelle has what I've noticed with comedians when they hit, that old age, uh, when they hit, I don't know, it's almost like when they hit past 45 and it's like, they've seen too much, their comedy turns very dark. Uh, so who knows why he had him on stage, okay. but he was on stage and it didn't go out. It didn't go very well. <laughs> not according to plan. Yeah. And not a lot of sympathy for him either. I saw his tweet, um, where he says my pronouns are prosecute yeah. slash Fauci. Oh my gosh. And I did look at that and that was the first time I thought, oh, mm, I'm not sure I actually do want to be on Twitter after all, if that's if that's where we're going. Y you know, I've, I've been debating that. I've actually, I have enjoyed Twitter, but whew, he, he is making it really hard to want to hang around if, if that is, I mean, he's done other things that have been extremely questionable to me, but it's, it's almost like, do you want to keep supporting somebody who's like that? And I think it does kind of come down to, I don't know if this is just how you believe or how you see things, but it is kind of crappy that he's, he's being this way. So I don't know, yeah. but I think a lot of people are leaving Twitter. I've been uh, a lot of people who I have followed. I can no longer find their Twitter account. So I guess we'll see. <laughs> yeah, I, I think you're right. I think so. There was definitely a period where people were saying, I'm leaving, I'm leaving. And then it's like, okay, well, go on then. Go on then if you're going to, you know, just don't don't say it and then don't don't do it. Either go or, or don't. Yeah. But I agree. I've definitely seen people either go or they've they've gone silent. And they're, they're kind of sussing it out and yeah. seeing where they are with it. But my feed, which I had crafted to be a place of joy and love, um, pretty much with you know fr great friends that I've met and and uh, met in real life, it just now seems to be like companies. Yeah. So I'm like, mm, 
Yeah. That's a shame. <laughs> yeah. I, I guess we'll see how it all goes. And I can definitely tell that some things don't work the same. It's like, I can't really put my finger on it, but it's like sometimes things feel a little twitchy when, when I'm on Twitter. So I guess mm. we'll see what happens. Now, here's one thing that has been kind of interesting on Twitter. Yeah. I have to talk about Chippendales. And I assume we all know what Chippendales okay. are. So if you don't know what they are, they are this, I don't know if they still have them. I think they do, but they, it's this all male review strippers who dance and they have been, they were like a big thing in the eighties, nineties and stuff like that. So they came out with a, a movie series on, on Hulu about Chippendales. I watched a documentary. It's a fascinating documentary. If you ever get to watch it, it's like people getting shot and killed, making money, immigrants. Really? It's crazy. <laughs> It is absolutely crazy. But um, I back a while ago when I saw that the the show was coming out and it's starring. Um, oh, my gosh. I can't remember his name, but he was one of the uh, stars in the Marvels. Oh, my gosh. The Marvels. Ah, I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of the Marvels movies. It's very different than the other. Uh, it was uh, it had Angelina Jolie in it and things like that. So, uh, okay. uh-huh. uh, Eternals, the Eternals. And so this guy, he's, he is, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So he's the star of the Chippendale show. And I just responded back, you know, how you see a tweet and it was like, Oh my gosh, I'm going to watch this. Cause I watched a documentary. This is probably going to be really good. And I like the actor. And so now every week the Chippendales app tags me and like Felicia is on now you should be watching <laughs> and it's like dang Chip and Dale's like get all off me you know <laughs> so it's like every week I get a, 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 a text or a tweet from from the Chip and Dale's account so they really want me to watch this show on Hulu wow yeah they do and, and are you watching it no I'm not I, it's only so many shows I can watch at one time <laughs> Okay. So and and so, what what attra what attracts you, or what attracted you enough um, to click on whatever it was that you needed to click that that now gets you um, these messages? Is it the kind of like hot oily men? No, no, no. So it was it was the trailer. So you know how now every movie creates their own Twitter account for their movies and things. So it was the trailer, and I was like, oh my gosh, this is gonna be good. So I think I re retweeted. And I said, this should be a great show. I watched a documentary about Chippendales and it was crazy. So I was just saying the show should be fun. And ever since then, because they responded, they were like, oh, it's going to be fun. And ever since then, they every week they keep sending gyrating men um, to my timeline. <laughs> yeah, I feel this was a foolish move on your behalf. <laughs> so maybe if I watch it, they'll stop. But then maybe they'll send me more. Who knows? <laughs> yeah, or just block. Or just block them. I mean, you know, that is that is possible. You can just block. Yeah. So, so that's my excitement on Twitter. <laughs> I don't have anything else other than okay. Elon is getting booed, and there are strippers. Now, I did watch another movie, um, uh, Five Days at Memorial. I don't know if you all heard about uh, the Katrina, Hurricane Katrina. That happened in twenty yeah two thousand five I think here I think it's two thousand five um, okay and 
I, I will say this. I'm thoroughly and still traumatized by the actions, by everything that happened there and watching that on television. But this five days mm-hmm. of memorial mm-hmm. talks about this one hospital where, you know, when they lost power, they lost food and eventually they found 45 bodies there. And it's a, it's basically, Oof. I mean, it's a book, but it's a moral and ethical kind of discussion when the police came mm. and said everybody needs to evacuate in four hours, but you can't take the people who can't move, it's like, what do you do then? Because it was another week before they actually, you know, got to the hospital and things like that. So it's it's a weird little moral uh, movie when you, when you watch it. Because uh, like, what do you do when the situation was horrible in that place? horrible so just imagine Mm, a hospital mm. um five feet of water no electricity um if you've never been to new orleans this was september it is hot there so like hot and nasty humid so no ac no power no food no water um no help and during katrina no organization no phones there was nobody who would come help the parent company of the hospital was like, Oh, the coast guard will come get you. But you know, when the coast guard is trying to save everybody else. Uh, so it's amazing that the company yeah. got out of not having um, an emergency protocol. There was another hospital inside of a hospital mm-hmm. who didn't have an emergency protocol. And so it was, it's just like everything just breaking down really fast. So um, in over five days, so it, it was, it's very interesting. It's on Apple TV if you watch it and there is a book called five days at memorial uh so and nobody went to jail and that was the yeah n- no period nobody went to jail oh okay yeah <laughs> it was almost like the the impression you get from the show is that the situation was too big to put a doctor in jail because now either one or two things, it questions everything that happened that day. It go, it goes up as to who was the blame that there was no support, you know, in the city for hospitals. And then also yeah. you scare doc, you, you know, uh, you scare doctors from making decisions in critical situations. So it's like they didn't prosecute anybody mm. and everybody is still just walking around doing keynote speeches as if everything is cool. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. Gosh. I know. So just don't go to the hospital. This there, there's definitely something about um a, the lack of justice in recent years, I think, for events that that happen. So whether that's COVID, which the COVID inquiry here, which is un, underway already, I mean, that's just going to be a complete whitewash. I mean, no, nobody is going to get prosecuted over that. Mm-hmm. No one is going to be overly criticised. There'll be a rap, rap on the knuckles and say, well, you know, the government will say, well, we tried our best and that will that will be yeah. it, even though billions of pounds have been um, stolen in fraud that the government can't recover and contracts were issued at rapid pace to friends of politicians. Uh, there'll, there'll be no... Uh, prosecution about that though whether there's prosecution for things like the Grenfell uh, tower fire uh, that that happened a few years ago that inquiry is is happening now um there, there, there never seems to be in these inquiries or these these events any kind of uh, justice for for what happened yeah 
never. Um, and it's, I mean, I, it took a while cause Dustin wanted to watch that show. And I said, I need a while because I, to, it, even when I go to new Orleans, I still get mad. I, I get so flaming mad when I go to new Orleans, just, just kind of walking the area of where everything happened. And so we, we, we watched mm. it, we binge it over the weekend. So I, I will say this, the actors, amazing acting. I assume, I think they did get snubbed for things they shouldn't have. They did a great job in that, in that show. Uh, but the situation is just so messed up. And, and I told Dustin, I was like, if you ever wanted, if people are confused as to what privilege is, you really should watch that show. And it has nothing to do with, I don't know, it could be white privilege. I don't know. But if you really want an example of privilege, it is all these people, their care was questionable. And then the next day or next weeks, everybody just kind of went on as if nothing happened. And that is yeah. fascinating to me. Like people's families, like their moms and stuff, like nobody called to tell them like their parents had died or anything for three weeks. <laughs> and these people were just like, oh yeah, I was fine. I just left there and went back to my house and just went right back to work. Um, and then of course the lower ninth ward, if, if anybody's familiar with it, I mean, it took over two years just to come and do cleanup down there. Uh, so it's... um. It's a very, it's still very upsetting, but just, just a fascinating look as at the how things broke down and went so poorly um, during these things. But you're right, it, it is, uh, it is fascinating with the lack of justice with some of these massive events that's going on, and I don't even know what you do about it. Do you know, I also think, well, I, I, I don't, and I was just, I was just thinking that that what you said about um, people just just moving on that that seems to be a modern phenomenon as well that like there's there's either no outrage or there's like a little bit of micro outrage at the beginning and then everyone's everyone's moved on to the the next thing it's like we don't have time to mm. uh, really think about what's happened and 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 think about how we might move forward or what what we need you just quickly on to the next thing and you go oh, that was that was a shame and then and then you move on i find that very sad uh, it is it is pretty sad because even though the majority may have moved on, there's always the one or two people that are still victimized or living that trauma. And, you know, when I, I follow, and this mm -hmm. is going to be really sad, um, but uh, one of the uh, mothers of one of the kids who died in the Uvalde school shooting this year and just following her tweets. And it is like, you guys have all moved on. I'm still suffering. I still don't have my daughter. Nobody's gone to yeah. nobody's gone to jail. Yeah. Nobody's been arrested. Everybody's still running and getting elected. And it's and it is kind of I started following her because it does kind of extremely hum, humble situation of just a reminder that, you know, we sit here and talk and tweet about, you know, gun rights and stuff and you still got people who are you know, they don't have their child and nobody, not one person has been held accountable for the actions there. Um, and, and that's what's, and that's, what's mind blowing with all of this stuff. Mm. Yeah. So, yeah. So wow. we'll see who is held accountable for you all not having heat or, or your heat being too expensive. Oh, we know that one. 
We know that one. That's that. His name's Vladimir. <laughs> we, we're, we're, we're often told on a daily basis who we should remember. It's definitely not the Conservative Party that's at fault here. It's what is now called, strangely, Putin's war. Putin's Ooh, war. Like, okay. like okay, I, I get it. We're, we're trying not to blame the Russian people because they're not at fault. Guys in Russia, we love you. It's just your leader. Get rid of the leader. That's where that's going. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Putin's Putin's war. Um, it's all it's all his fault. Meanwhile, meanwhile, um, to combat the uh, problem with fossil fuels, the government have decided that they want to open a new fossil fuel coal mine. Um, bizarre, but there we go. Um, and they definitely don't want onshore wind, or do they want onshore wind? Now, I I, I don't know. But I mean, I don't know. Look, at the end of the day, just to sort of circle back before we wrap up, back to the energy problem, it is kind of uh, reminding people to maybe not be so reliant on fossil fuels and maybe not to consume as much. And I don't, I mean, it's a bit ex- a bit of an extreme situation uh, to learn that lesson, but that's not a bad lesson to learn. It's not, but will we learn it? I guess that's the question. <laughs> don't be ridiculous <laughs> have we learned anything of course we won't as soon as it gets cheaper we'll be straight back on to switching it on all the all the time uh, I, I i i don't know i don't know but it's look it's it's cold my advice uh obviously felicia's given her advice as an outdoorsy person <laughs> my advice is if you're really cold this sounds oversimplified do turn it on. Don't don't like suffer if you don't have to. And if you really, 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 really can't afford it, go to a library, take advantage of some of these government uh, funded and heated places because they owe you and become cultured at the same time. Yeah. And go to church. So don't forget church. Go to church because at the end, it'll all be fine anyway. Yeah. So get some base layers, yeah. merino wool. It's breathable and it keeps you warm. Yes. Do you know what? It's just over a week before Christmas. Actually, is it just over a week before Christmas? No, it's like a week and a half. Uh, Yeah, I think next Sunday, the following Sunday or something like that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, to be be honest, I'm really busy with Christmas parties this week. So by the time this episode's come out, it might be pretty close to Christmas. (laughs) (laughs) But, But you have time to buy some base layers. Go and put that on your Christmas list and um hopefully get some next yeah uh felicia it's been wonderful to talk to you as ever we have uh i'm calling it a christmas special next week we haven't come up with anything for the christmas special but we've got about a week to come up with something i think we can do that don't you oh we could do it it'll be a fun christmas special (laughs) yeah if you can't have fun at christmas when can you have fun okay um thank you for listening felicia wonderful to talk to you as ever i will speak to you on the next episode see ya (laughs) 